one of our branding components is we want to serve an honest breakfast using real ingredients. Mm -hmm. And honest to us is more than just the food. It's the whole business. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton, and uh, I'm so excited because we actually had, we're doing another founder series today, and uh, we're honored to have the Butter Biscuits here with us today. How are you guys? We're great. Good. We're, we're here. We've had our coffee and our biscuits this morning, so we're ready to rock and roll. Yes, yes. And I saw you guys brought some biscuits. We did. We should bust those out. We should. We should. <laughs> just all of this, be grabbing all in the microphone and everything. It would be, actually be pretty good. So you guys can sit there and watch us eat amazing biscuits. We're not going to do that just yet. No. Yeah. Afterwards. But um, yeah, and obviously, uh, Miss Lauren Lewis to my, my hey. right here. Um, but yeah, let's get just a kind of a quick overview of you guys and uh, really your story. And then we're going to kind of jump into a little bit more of that, but kind of take just an overview to introduce yourselves. Yeah, we are the Russells. We moved to Northwest Arkansas four years ago and came down originally for Venderville. And <laughs> Sam was a vendor for 11 years prior to the Butter Biscuit startup. Yeah. And um, we got settled into our new town and we're exploring and discovering new restaurants and and getting to know our new town and recognize that there, there wasn't a breakfast restaurant that mm-hmm. had dedicated menu and hours and we are gluten-free so having those options available we just couldn't find anything so uh we just felt compelled to meet that need in bentonville and so here we are today yeah. two and a half years later and the butter biscuit um thriving and just a wonderful little breakfast shop that we thoroughly enjoy partaking with but also we love running and operating it yeah, that's awesome. Actually, it's fr- funny. A friend of mine the other day said, if I was going to start a business in Northwest Arkansas, it'd be like a dedicated breakfast place. I was like, well, you're you're behind the curve already, man. I was like, he's like, there's, and he talked specifically about you guys. And I was like, yeah, there's some things in the work for them. I was like, they're going to be expanding. I was like, it's going to be awesome. I was like, yeah, you need to find another venture. By the way. So, but I mean, it just shows, obviously, I mean, that's a focus in this area. People love it. I mean, you guys are always packed out at your restaurant, which is great. Um, and obviously amazing food. But uh, anyway, we're going to dive kind of into your story here a little bit later. But um, uh, we I always like to kind of start off things with a little bit of fun. So yep. what do we got, Lauren? We always start with what are you obsessed with this week? So who would like to kick us off? We have to defer. Yes. yes. But I just <laughs> don't want to put it, so I don't know. <laughs> Man, obsession. Um, That's a little strong over. I don't always yeah. like I think, I think I, I think obsession can be quite compelling. Sure. And I think it's something that captures your attention, right? So um, we have been completely engrossed in the opening of our second location. Mm. Um, you'll hear more about this, but we are super excited to, to announce that we will be opening another location on, yeah. um, on I Street and regional airport on that intersection in Bentonville on the yes. west side of town. Um, it's just absolutely on point with our branding, and it's it's been awesome to watch come together and facilitate this project. Mm-hmm. So this week has been... It's week. truly an obsession, yes. because we've been there night and day. Yeah, night and day, <laughs> all seven hours. days a week. It has been <laughs> yeah. all we've been thinking about. Living so, and breathing. You know, like, hey, when's the equipment getting delivered? Get the yeah. plumber back here. I need the electrician. Like, hey, the yeah. city inspector needs to come out, and... You know, when are the chairs and the booths and, you know, all hey, let's stuff. make that first food order. And I mean, it's all the details that go into running something mm-hmm. that to hopefully make it just a seamless, 
and wonderful experience for our guests. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been following behind the scenes with your Instagram stories and all that. So we're keeping up with that too. And it, it is kind of crazy to see, oh, this is cool because this is where this is going to go. I think you were announcing, um, oh, I'm trying to think the signs specifically that you guys are doing on one of the walls yeah. and then seeing like the shelves being hung and all that. I mean, it's, it already looks like a beautiful location too. Mm-hmm. So really excited for you guys too. So we're very excited. <laughs> can't wait. I was like, can't wait. Yes. I'm beaming over here. Yeah, I just yeah. I cannot wait to get it open, and it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. I oh go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the cool thing about this and this that goes along with the obsession is the people we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we took three people from our current location and brought them over, and then we hired the rest of our team. Oh um, wow! From scratch, and we're we've yeah. already started training them last week. But cool. part of our obsession, and you'll you'll you will hear more about it is people and mm. it's really investing in people because mm. we believe that the only people only thing you can truly make a difference in for eternity is people and yeah if you invest in them and you start building with that expectation while you're hiring a new location it's a weighty but really significant calling yeah oh. that's huge man that was good that was, Damn, good. That was awesome man that was great that was great yeah for real that was great i would say my my obsession right now has been fall and yeah. with how much work we're, we're in hours that we're putting in I'm really trying to find balance at home because I, I we have two little girls yeah. and enjoying the beautiful fall season that we're in right now and that's doing nature hikes and we went hiking last Friday and uh, just trying to get out with them and enjoy mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of busyness happening and really important high priority things they're my biggest priority. So yeah. I, I love having it so much so because I'm a very task-oriented person. I literally have a fall bucket list laminated. I'm not a crafty person, but I like went here <laughs> with cute little highlight, like little different color markers. And we went to Hobby Lobby and got some stickers and they helped me put together a bucket list for fall items so I can at least feel like being productive in, awesome. in the fall season and just enjoying the ages that they're at right now mm-hmm. and just not letting this busy time be so obsessive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just hard. It oh, is. Yeah. It really is. That's actually, so you would get along perfectly with my wife because she does the same. She's got her planners. She's got their stickers and everything's color coded. And I mean, planning out those activities. That's awesome. Yeah. Because if we didn't do that, that wouldn't happen. I want to know you, what planner you, she's yeah. using because oh, we're in the hunt whole system. For, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll, okay. With Alex. We'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, mine's not as exciting. I, yeah, I know. I was like, you guys, this is <laughs> yeah, the fantastic. Best yeah. um, honestly, and it's not new. Um, I just am right now really obsessed. I'm in, um, so I work um, part-time in the office and part-time from home with my little little kids. And so Walmart pickup has really helped me so much. <laughs> um, I cannot, I mean, being, it's like, I forget, oh my goodness, I have to submit my groceries and it'll be 1030 and I'll be in bed and everything to be able to submit my grocery order from my bed. It's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's been really helped. And um, one of my kids is in speech therapy. So while he's in therapy, I can run with my little one and pick up the groceries. And then, like, I'm answering, like, phone calls. It's, it just has saved me so much. <laughs> and it's helped me transition into a little bit more of a working um, job. And so I, I cannot mm. scream the praises for Walmart <laughs> doing that. And other businesses as well has followed suit and everything. It's just yeah. been awesome. That's an option for moms. And I know for elderly or those who are sick, I know it's super helpful. I have a delivery waiting for pickup at between four and five tonight. So <laughs> I hear you. It's wonderful. I think that whole, that whole product was designed by like a parent of a small child. Yes. 
Like they, they seriously, like their whole like, what do, what should we do next? And we're like, I got an idea. Yes. And then like, yeah. it is has been fantastic. Even for me, when she's like, hey, I need mm-hmm. to pick up groceries. Super easy. Yes. Compared Design to, yeah. with the cold. You know, when it was cold and you have a cranky child that's screaming in the car. Yeah. And, you know, the coats on shoes and they're throwing things. Yep. No. Yep. True. <laughs> True. Pick up is where it's at. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Mine is completely not not anything useful at all. I'm just going to tee it up okay. like that. Um, so there's an Instagram account that I'm following recently that mm-hmm. is called middle class fancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it is like the cliche. I'm, I'm social media. I, I have to have that escape for like just dumb stuff. And so this one it's it's basically, it's like whatever the middle aged white guy is like his like jokes is where, you know, he walks out of the bathroom. He's like washing his hands. He's like, all right, who's ready to rock and roll. It's like that guy. Okay. Okay. Or like the dad who like grills and wears like new balance shoes. He's like, all right, Hey, got my, my Bud Light over here. It's like, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining really this. Selling this account, uh, it is, Brian. You just, you really, Man. so I got my wife into it last night. Actually, she was scrolling through it and seeing it. Um, there's little things where it's like marriage is just having your spouse be in front of every cabinet door that you're trying to open like they're just always there it's like those little things where it's like if you're married with kids or something sure. like that and so sure. anyway it's like you have your mowing shoes and you have your white new balance shoes it's like that oh, grilling shit. shoes it's just the dumbest like middle class america hey we're going to Chili's tonight and everybody's oh really gosh. excited you know so anyway that's, they, that's it's yeah <laughs> Only you would only get it if you are truly white, like like middle class America. Yeah, just just the saddest. Like, okay, I understand. You know, that made me think. (laughs) My husband and I like watching Survivor, and one of they the reward was an Applebee's. The Applebee's came to this (laughs) island, okay. And one of the sound bites they got was like from this girl that was like Applebee's. That is my favorite sit down restaurant to go down. And I I told my my husband, I was like. I mean, man, she needs to move. Like, it cannot yeah. be the best restaurant where, you can think yeah, of. Where in middle America does she live? Yeah. <laughs> I guess exactly. also that's hard from Northwest Arkansas. We have so many oh, wonderful yeah. businesses yeah. to choose from. So, but man, yeah, that. Okay, hey, I feel like so, that, yeah. that person could have been here five years ago and, and said oh, that yeah. very same thing. Because this, this community has truly embraced the culinary arts yeah. scene. And yes. it's really exploded in the last five years. It and has. if you think back. I mean, you have Restaurant Row over by Lowe's and Rogers and Walnut. Mm-hmm. They used to be the place, but mm-hmm. every single one of them it's were chain declining. restaurants. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you just think about, like, all these local-owned businesses, what Brightwater has done for the community yeah. and what yes. the, the passion for good food has done. Mm-hmm. It's just been really awesome to see, and we're certainly beneficiaries of that as well. Yeah. Sure, sure. No, I, I completely agree, and that's it's one of those things, too. I mean, we can kind of even go into this, but the uh, – with uh, the Roots Festival, I don't know if you guys know the music oh, yeah. festival, and yeah. so the culinary stuff that have you guys are you guys a part of that at all? You know, are we, you getting into that? Maybe we we haven't. You should. I'm yes. just saying you should because I mean. So we do a lot of the music videos. So I work with a friend of mine. So we do a lot of the folk music videos, like one take live sessions. Yeah. Um, basically, private concerts. It's amazing. But Thursday night they usually have the culinary uh, mashup of just amazing chefs and food, and it's kind of turned into that where it's like this is not just a folk festival. It's like what what can we do in the and especially in the culinary arts mm-hmm. you know side of it. I mean, it's just amazing. So anyway, but yes, I agree. Northwest Arkansas has embraced it. Um, so the Instagram account middle class fancy is the complete opposite of that <laughs> so yeah, make sure that you follow them but sorry it's, it is pretty funny it's mainly memes so it's it's pretty hilarious they use like stock fo- you know how terrible stock photography is they'll use a lot of that on there to where it's like this random guy like 
teasing like this, something along. It's like, (laughs) sorry, I'm I'm literally all of these memes are just rolling through my head. I have to stop. Okay. Anyway. But yes, yeah, so uh, let's kind of make that transition because we really, really want to hear your story, what you guys are doing. I mean, you kind of went over it a little bit, but um, kind of give us some of that, you know, the moment that you guys really decided, hey, this is something we want to do. You want to get out of the vendor world. That's part of like going rogue. What we do here on the mm-hmm. podcast is like really people doing things differently. Right. And so it is one of those that um, what does that look like for you guys specifically in that moment that you decided, hey, we're going to go all in? It was about two and a half years ago and we okay so we moved in January of 16 in March of 16 I believe I was given a vision by God and and just had complete um conviction and just compelling to 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 start a breakfast restaurant and I have (laughs) I have 10 years of experience in hospitality restaurant multiple other entities yeah, too yeah. but that entrepreneurship entrepreneurship yeah, in yeah, general yeah very entrepreneurial. so i'm like i i can do this and um it, there's a need like there's there's nothing around so we started making i made calls um to a business broker and realtor and set up meetings with them and it was from that time that that happened it was a year and two weeks from the time that we opened up the doors at the butter biscuit wow. so it was very quick and, yeah. and six months of that was just waiting in limbo trying to find a location to put this mm-hmm. this the shop up in and wanting it to be in a neighborhood setting that it would be a neighborhood meetup spot a place that people could could on their way to work or on their way um just have a convenient location that that were near homes yeah. and rooftops and neighborhoods so it was a whirlwind year. We had a four-month-old at that time. So when you talk about, let's wait for the perfect timing. It's not really <laughs> the right. perfect timing, Never guys. Happens. Yeah. No, yeah. We, I had an ergo carrier, and she still, to this day, <laughs> somehow must remember because she'll want to put her baby in her ergo, and she'll just oh. stuff her dolly in her <laughs> shirt. It's really funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. So um, not convenient timing at all, but also from Sam's perspective, he had been with a vendor for 11 years and really just feeling the burnout of that and knowing that he had always wanted to be a part of a business and, and leading a business and, mm-hmm. and and having a business. So it was um, his leadership in our marketing and helping, because I'm this classic entrepreneur, I see something shiny, like, oh, yeah, let's just like, we'll figure it out as we go. And he's like, no, we're yeah, going to, we're going to think through these questions. And I would, I remember feeling full, so frustrated that he's asking me, me these questions. I don't know how many startups I'd been a part of, like the last 10 years of my life. Like, why are you asking these questions? Like, how is this going to like transfer? And it's totally transferred. Like it, it really, um, talk about like marketing 101 or 2.0 on, and his scale. Like it was, it was really, um, good for our company because we had the whole brand set up and the personality that we wanted it to have, mm-hmm. who our target audience was going to mm-hmm. be before we even have a name assigned to this this dream of a business. Yeah, and awesome. so that was really, uh, I think, wise and in, in discerning how how we set it up and staying true to that because that is our guiding compass in a sense. Um, so we opened on a Monday, April third, two thousand seventeen, and that Friday he went rogue. And yeah. turned in his two weeks' notice to his his employer at that time. Nice. And we've not looked back ever since. It's been a complete shift in in our life. Like it's been in in a positive way. Like it's just been a really great change for our family. Yeah. 
I think you summed it up well. I saw a book out on your bookshelf, um, mm-hmm. Quitter by John Acuff. A- oh, Acuff. such a good, yeah. Fantastic yeah. book, because yeah. I think as an entrepreneur, mindsetted corporate guy, mm-hmm. I started in corporate America 11 years ago, well, mm-hmm. now 13 years ago, with the aspiration of running a company. At the time, I thought I wanted to run a Fortune 500 company. It was my ambition, right? Yeah, yeah. But I knew that to ultimately have freedom and make these decisions, you had to develop excess capacity mm-hmm. of knowledge and experience and financial you know stability yeah yeah so <clears throat> for a decade before we ultimately made this decision there was a lot of small decisions that went into it as far as choosing the room with roommates buying cars that were below my means mm-hmm. you know um, working harder spending less saving more and then when she came to me with the idea of opening a restaurant I basically was like, absolutely not. Yeah. You know the failure rate? the oh, highest yeah. failure rate of any business out there. We're not doing that. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. Let me let me pitch this laid out there for you. I was like, you know what? Let's let's ask these questions. Let's mm-hmm. build out who our target audience is, who are competitors, what's the key insight that we're trying to solve and the problem we need mm-hmm. to meet in this yeah. community. Because I believe every product is ultimately created as a guide to the hero of you know of the consumer and this is you know another great <laughs> building a story brand is another yeah great, fantastic oh yeah. marketing branding book <laughs> yes um yes. donald miller but, yep, love, yep fantastic love miller, yeah. so, so. W- w- when you start looking at how to build a brand this is kind of my background is mm-hmm. corporate strategy brand management and you come from running multi-million dollar brands to and in, into sales and then being able to pitch them to walmart as being kind of senior brand manager down here in bentonville mm-hmm representing just an incredible storied uh, portfolio of brands to this, you know, global, you know, world's global largest leader yeah, of yeah. retail. It's it's a privilege. And then go, taking that and going over into a breakfast restaurant, regional, yeah. small market, mm-hmm. you know, it's just very different transition. And yeah. I think I just really give props to my wife for her understanding and, and willingness to go along with the brand building process because it helped us as entrepreneur, not waste resources, increase speed of execution, and ultimately maintain brand identity and integrity. Mm-hmm. And we were talking earlier, like brands are built and they, you, they have trust and you build, you know, um, tangible trust with your consumers and your, your customers. And if you break that by not being authentic to your brand, then ultimately, mm-hmm. what do you really stand for? Because they're not following Sam and Anna, they're following the brand of mm-hmm. the Butter Biscuit mm-hmm. or any brand for yeah. that matter. Yeah. And understanding what your core distinctive assets are versus your competitors or your competitive set is so critical to understanding how um, what you talk about, why you talk about it, and what you ultimately stand for and what you need to invest in as a business. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, you hit on a lot of the story brand aspect. I mean, a lot of that is involved in it. And so a uh, friend of the show, Brad Alexander, he mm-hmm. was just on and talked about he's a story brand certified. And so we walk through that uh, hero guide process. And I mean, if every business can just do that one thing, I mean, they can, I mean, obviously eliminate most of their problems and issues and, 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 uh, really set up their brand for success. So I think that's awesome that you guys obviously followed even some of that too. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. So what's, what's it been like moving from the corporate world into this, you know, now it's on you. You don't, I mean, you still have a boss obviously, <laughs> um, but what does that look like exactly specifically for you, Sam, like that transition to like, now it's all on me. It's all on us sure. right now. So, you know, I think a couple things had to change pretty quickly and they were things that I'd been ready for. So I'd had mm-hmm. a chance to manage a team of two or three people, but now I went from managing two or three people to managing 30 or 40. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big difference. Um, I think between retail 
or restaurant and corporate, you're dealing with different personalities and different job pools. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a big a bit of a shock for me. But I mentioned, I alluded to this earlier that um, my wife and I are both believers, like the compassion of Christ mm -hmm. compels us to love people. And yeah. I think when you understand that the most important thing that we have to offer someone is love and care. It ultimately puts into perspective everything that you do. So we have really strict policies, but and the reason why we hold accountable to them is because ultimately, yes, my boss is my wife, but mm -hmm. more importantly, the boss is the brand. Yeah, and we yeah. have something else that we're holding to that's a higher standard, Absolutely. and it makes it really easy to both have compassion with constraints. Yeah. to our staff. Um, so moving from corporate world into an entrepreneurial position, I think you can't lose sight of what really makes business work, which is people. Um, you have to have people as consumers or customers. You have to have people as employees. To build a company, you have to have employees that are willing to work for you. It's mm -hmm. not just, you know, Ken Miller has a great series out. Um, you know, ultimately it's called Winning the Hearts mm -hmm. and you can hire hands to do tasks, but ultimately the goal is to connect with the heart. The yeah. only way to connect to the heart is through the head and through the mind. And I think putting yourself in the position and shoes of your employees and understanding the challenge and the struggles that they go through yeah. every day, yeah. I think was something that had to be learned very quickly because I think in corporate America, you tend to have this really callous, you're kind of rewarded for being a jerk and yeah. kind of like, <laughs> results hey, driven. how only am I going to get ahead? This is yeah. about my career. Like, I mean, and yeah. I'm not saying they're, they're amazing people oh, in my yeah. past career. Yeah. And I absolutely. But I think that was just my own, my own attitude when it came to corporate America I was mm -hmm. very, um, very self-driven, motivated. And now my goal is to really have our team succeed. I think one of the best feelings is to watch a manager come in as a host Go to an you know go to an assistant manager, and now we just promoted her to the GM position of our new restaurant. Wow! And she has grown exponentially yeah. as a leader and as a character individual who wants to invest in people. And I think that's the most motivating and inspiring thing about entrepreneurship yeah. over corporate America is the destiny and future is our own. And yeah. I think it's up to me and my wife, and it's up to us to seize it. Yeah. So yeah. we have to make every day a day that we want to. Um, make a difference we can bring these things in we can make decisions on the fly that's also a blessing and a curse which then goes back to the branding board and yeah. i think this is where being true to the brand is so critical because it keeps us from being flighty and distracted on yeah. everything that moves oh, through yeah. and yeah. um and it's allowed us to set but you know set really clear goals um, which then comes in from the corporate side. So I think there's a lot of business acumen that helps, yeah. obviously. The financial helped, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, systems and process helped. I learned a lot mm -hmm. um, working my corporate job. Understanding how to deal with vendors was really critical. I don't I, I would I don't count a single day at my old employer as a waste because it was all developing me for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been awesome. So it's huge. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's wow. That's insightful. It really is. And finding that balance between the two of being able to care for your people and obviously show them that, that you are held, held to a higher standard. But then also on the business side of like being able to be like, well, I mean, we still have to pay the bills. So we got to figure that out. But doing it with with care and with love. I mean, I think that's fantastic. That's awesome. So um, so let's jump into the fun side of the business. Not that that's not fun. <laughs> I enjoy that. But I know that they're like, Lauren's this, like, hey, let's let's okay, this is let's my get to head. the creative. I, yeah. I'm very... no, I'm, we're, we're, we're in tune, Sam. We're absolutely this is great. But on it. So, I mean, she's on the sparkle. Your... I, yeah. I make it all profitable. That's yeah. that's my job. I, I'm profit. She's sparkle. Hey, that's that's nothing wrong with that. So let's talk about kind of your side of this, too, and what 
what your role is because I mean really even on Instagram and see what you guys are doing on that and on the social media side I mean I can tell you have kind of your hand in that a little bit too but I mean the design of the stores and what you're kind of bringing to the team and then also obviously your products um, all of that what's uh yeah give yeah, us the as, insight on that yeah absolutely we have as I mentioned earlier two little ones so prioritizing my time with where we can get the best bang for my what time yeah. I can offer oh, yeah. to the business yeah. um menu and we do a seasonal menu uh, at each of each of the locations and um design interior design some exterior and <laughs> culture is yeah. a oh, huge yeah. part and our general managers they have the authority to obviously address and correct and and do that but if it's affecting culture it escalates and and i'm I'm involved at that point. Yeah, if yeah. it affects culture, I want to be a part of it and and investigate and see what needs to happen. Um, that's very important for for our for us to protect yeah. and just to keep keep healthy. And it's you know the butter biscuits about food. It's about mm. wonderful service, a ton of service. It's about the atmosphere and the design mm. of it. Yeah. But, but the one thing internally is is the culture, and that's what we can offer to to the people that want to be a part of that and yeah. asking for their commitment to do you want to be a part of and they know what they're signing up for and we we that was over the last two mm-hmm. years we've identified what those characteristics and what those values look like mm-hmm. so being able to clearly articulate to them this is what we're looking for can you commit to this and asking them mm-hmm. yes or no <laughs> and they do that's all in our training and so holding them accountable to that and helping helping make sure that that is protected. It's the hardest thing I think about mm-hmm. running the business because you can anybody can create a healthy culture. Yeah. Can you yeah. maintain it though? Yeah. And that's where we're two year, two and a half years in, and it takes so much work. It really does, but it's worth it. And the, the moment I that we stop caring or, or don't care about it, then you know, hey, we. I, I pray that never happens, but um, I don't ever want to not care about it, and um, it's. Yeah, there's other things that pull and, and tug at my attention and, and time and for different seasons. But I, I, I love what I'm doing and what time that I can invest into it. And social media is also um, a part of that. And, yeah, um, absolutely. Kind of people focused with mm-hmm. um, our guests and then also our staff uh, to the le- to the level of culture. Sam handles all the development side of it because he can commit to those um, regimented time times to meet with them and mm-hmm. and. Um, it takes a lot more time to develop somebody yeah. um, than to, to handle the culture things. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of my role at this time. And it's it's been different things at different times. But right now, that's menu, design, culture, yeah, social media. I think that's awesome. You kind of, I mean, that's a great quote of like, you can create a culture, but can you maintain it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's fantastic because it is super hard to actually do that, to be able to say like, yeah, we started this off, we have our expectations, but I think building you know, in, investing in people so that way if you do have a bad day, they can give you some grace because maybe you've been showing them some grace as well. And so kind of building that as a culture is huge. But um, one thing I, I really love about your brand is you guys seem to be very authentic on social media. Mm-hmm. And I know authentic is kind of a buzzword, but you <laughs> you guys really do seem like, hey, this is going on. This is happening. Especially mm-hmm. it's been fun to watch the build out of the new location too. Um, and you're not just, it's not just super tailored and production wise <laughs> and everything all. looks great. Yeah, <laughs> But I mean, it, it is behind the scenes it's like oh i get to know you guys you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's really cool and i think that that helps invest in your brand too but kind of why 
tell us a little bit about that and kind of what you guys are doing on social media to kind of bring that out. Yes. It really comes. So one of our branding components is we want to serve an honest breakfast using real ingredients. Mm -hmm. And honest to us is more than just the food. It's the whole business. Transparency of process, transparency of communication, um, accessibility of the owners and the people who can make decisions. Hmm. Honesty, ultimately, of ingredients and what it's made. Mm -hmm. Um, But also honesty with our guests. Let's have real conversations here. And I think our our guests know that. Like, If you look on any of our our, um, Google or Yelp reviews, most often, if there's a complaint, they will email me directly. It's very far and few between that would actually leave a review because I want to make it right with them. I want to fix it. And I think that they yeah. know that at this point, that that's the culture and that's the reputation that we have in the community is that, hey, you came for an honest breakfast. We're going to, one way, shape, or form, we're going to make sure that that happens. If they are dissatisfied mm. with their meal, they're going to come to me and they're going to tell me what, what went wrong and why why it wasn't a um, successful visit. Because we're not perfect. We are, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. striving to be perfect, <laughs> but it's never going to happen. So when we mess up, please tell us so that we can make it right with you. Because yeah. we will. I think that's good. Oh, go ahead. No, we, we make it all from scratch. So there are changes. I mean, this is the beauty and the... <laughs> The, the knife cuts both ways. Mm-hmm. It's both delicious and awesome, but then it's like, man, they they uh, they they beat the biscuits too long in the mixer, <laughs> and or yeah. they rolled them with the rolling pin too many times, and now oh, instead of yeah. poofing, you know, or, or rising or proofing, poofing to it, yeah, poofing, proofing, <laughs> proofing, and proofing to yeah. the you know to that specified mm-hmm. like three inches. Now they're only two and a half inches. All right, let's go back and talk process. Let's mm-hmm. go back. Maybe wow, they overcooked yeah. them. Maybe they didn't use the right bake settings. Like, there's ways that we can try to st- systematize and standardize. That's my specialty. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, it is that conversation. Yeah. And yeah. so we want that that authenticity to come through all of our aspects of media and marketing yeah. while creating appetite appeal and accessibility. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And accessibility, I think, also for our staff, like they all have our cell phone numbers. And when we use our communication tool internally, my numbers always posted, like call yeah. with questions, text with questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think having that accessibility, no matter how big we get to locations and and beyond we want to always have that transparency and that that open door policy yeah wow so that my thought too with this is going into like separate locations right you guys are building out this new location making sure that everything from the one is transferred over to the that way you have a cohesive experience and we're big seven brew fans and they're a local local business as well yeah we have our seven we always have seven brew around the office it's poor sam he's like hey you guys got any water and we're like we got coffee everywhere (laughs) No water, which is terrible, but uh, it is one of those things. It's like Seven Brew, they've talked about that too with us just when we met with them. It's like going from each location, want to have the same experience, right? And you've got to really develop that. You've got to put that culture in place to where I know when I roll up to any Seven Brew location, mm-hmm. they're going to be happy and, hey, what's going on? How's your day going? Like they're very engaging mm-hmm. um, and kind of building that from the beginning. So, kind of what are the steps you guys have taken to make sure that that's going to happen at the new location, right? And I know that's hard. That's, I mean, it's a hard question to ask you, but um, obviously, what is, what does that look like and what, what are you guys doing to kind of make sure that that same experience, you talk processes, but what does that look like? It's training and it's repetitive training. It's setting those expectations mm-hmm. and we have eight steps of service that the servers memorize okay, yeah, yeah. and not to be robotic about it, but it ensures success. Consistency ensures Absolutely. success. Yeah. And so just helping them understand that it's not for us to be you know, policing, you know, what the table experience is going to look like or feel like. It's to just make sure that these steps are being followed so that 
you're having a su- successful shift and your guest is having a successful experience. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, it, it purely is training and we've invested into a software training tool for this next location that we'll be able to do all of our onboarding from this point on. So that would be helpful. Um, but that's that's what we know right now. And now yeah. iStreet isn't open yet. You yeah. know, we haven't yeah, done true. it yet. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. you know, that's our plan. And I think we put the proper tools in place to to achieve this. Yeah. And yeah. because we thought a lot about it. I mean, we were ready to to record the, the second location two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so we feel like we've been critiquing and yeah. refining a lot of these systems mm-hmm. that Sam talks about. Like we've we've done it. We, we have it in place. So um, we're hopeful that that will those would be the proper tools. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you guys have alluded to this a little bit, but we love to talk with founders kind of about what inspires them to do what they do. And I feel like you, I feel like I know some of the answers, but um, what about your job and company inspires you and makes you get out of bed in the morning? Because as you know, with the owning your own business, it can be tiring at times. And so keeping that passion alive. Whenever I feel burned out, I just go to the restaurant and look around yeah. and I see oh. everybody that's there meeting for yeah. different reasons there might be businessmen having a business meeting a pre-business meeting there's grandmas with their <laughs> grandchildren or their their daughter yeah. i mean it's all generations and they all made it a point to come in and i mean what if it wasn't there like where would these yeah. people go yeah. yeah wow that's just very rewarding for me to see mm. and for us to experience it too like sometimes when we do get burnout we're like okay we should let's go get breakfast and it kind of like <laughs> it kind of like reshifts like okay this is really good you know we Keep it up, like keep going. It kind of encourages us. Yes. I mean, food is so encouraging. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. Also, how yeah. are you guys not like three hundred pounds? I mean, seriously, <laughs> the amount of. Car- I mean, I. I mean, I, I don't know that I can stop. I mean, it's good. So that is one of those things where it's like, sorry, uh, sorry that was that was one of those things. Like, it's, it's so that's good. a great question. <laughs> uh, I think entrepreneur life is very busy, and yeah. I, you know. I wish that we could eat there every day. <laughs> we don't eat there every day. No, yeah. not at all. Sorry, um, sorry, that was completely off topic. Love it. Anyway, love it. Uh, well, the good thing is we use high quality ingredients, so True. you know it's not going to add weight like a lot of yeah. the other yeah. kind of mm-hmm. fake fake ingredients. That, you know, does butter? Butter's good. <laughs> butter's butter very good. good. Butter's yeah. good. Yeah. And we actually freeze our butter, grate it in a shredding. So that we can keep, because biscuits, here's some fun biscuit facts for you. All right, bonus round, biscuit (laughs) facts. Um, Biscuit, you know, uh, baking powder rises at two different stages, when it warms or when it gets hot, heat, and moisture induced, right? Mm -hmm. So to get the fluffiest biscuits, you have to control the the times in which your your baking powder rises, proofs, Mm -hmm. right? So one way is to control the temperature of the raw ingredients, and the second is the time and the amount that you work with the dough after you've added the moisture. So we use frozen butter, frozen flour, we shred whole butter, real butter into the dough, mix it in, and then get it onto the sheets and into the oven, and it's still all below 41 degrees. So it's an incredible process to build the sustainability. (laughs) Yeah. um, Wow. Yeah, there you go. Fun biscuit. <laughs> yeah, the biscuit fact is over. Yeah, that's awesome. Huh. As far as like what keeps me and kind of gets me out of bed is it's the stories of the people that we have working for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have incredible stories. Our 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 business is filled with redemption stories. My story is a redemption story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a story of a man. My story is a man who had great aspiring passion and you know to achieve greatness, but it was for my own purpose and. Mm-hmm. It was through an organization that's phenomenal, over a hundred year old organization, 
Um, but ultimately, I realized that's that's not the significance of life. Life doesn't revolve around personal success and mm-hmm. um, profitability and financial security, fire movement, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it involves the people that you impact. Um, so you know what gets me out of bed is knowing the stories of our staff, anticipating the people that we're going to be able to hire and train and give sustainable employment to, great cultures to work. I mean, yeah. we have... We have recovering alcoholics. We have recovering, you know, people who have been in prison for, you know, drug addictions. And now we're walking through their their process yeah, of reentry yeah. into society. Like that fuels me. We have people who are have just come to the faith and are learning how. What does it mean to walk and live? And mm-hmm. uh, we have people who have never had to put a budget together before. They've never had a bank yeah. account. Like, you know what? We have access and tools as business owners and leaders that can give you access to things, give you knowledge and information. And I think that mm. training and decide, the, the kind of helping build people and grow people is one of the biggest things that gets me out of bed. So um, Thursday mornings, I open, I host a uh, just an open leadership forum um, meeting at, at the restaurant at Mobile, yeah. Um, yeah. 6 a.m. to 7. Any staff is willing to come or able to come. Anybody can come. But target it towards the staff and we talk about yeah. any topic they want to we've covered everything from leadership to finance to branding to um, we've brought in other businesses as well and it's really interesting to see like as you give people opportunities to excel mm-hmm. and grow their own careers um you know how just alive they become because yeah. man opportunities out there and i love to help people find what they're passionate about and how yeah. they can succeed so wow what wakes me up that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. So wait, is this open to anybody or just the staff? I mean, I would, I want to be, you are welcome to come. Yeah. Please. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. At the biscuit. Wow. Get out of bed and get rolling right there's, 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 I've got toddlers. You've got hot biscuits and right. coffee there. So it makes it worth it. That's reason enough. Oof. Yeah, All right. Throwing toys at your head. Yeah. yeah hey, really, we've yeah. got uh, Jason Carney coming from Second Milk this oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be yeah, there and we're going to talk. And he yeah. just got back from some mission, you know, from doing some missions work in oh. Africa. And yeah. it's really interesting, like, not to plug other businesses. I, I love what their 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 purpose is because yeah. they've got a mission to do missions, but it's through business is ultimately how mm. they're sustaining. And I think it's a very, um, you know, missions. We just got back from mission strip ourselves, but. Um, the the ability to impact people's lives through business mm-hmm. and if fulfilling real needs. You've you've heard us talk about our customers. Mm-hmm. We call them guests mm-hmm. because they are mm-hmm. like we're serving them, and it's more than just we're a restaurant. Like I think the terminology of respecting the humanity of everybody you come into contact with is so yeah. fundamental to yeah. a business. Um, it's something you don't really see these days anymore. Unfortunately, I mean, it's all profit. Yeah. And, you know, we joke that I'm the guy, you know, I make sure that we're profitable. She's the sparkle. But the yeah. reality is, it's like we, we, it's the people that really make the whole thing work. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Well, on a really like specific um, advice route, um, what advice could you give to young businesses that are starting to utilize social media? We see a lot of businesses that they start out with this. And they're really bad at it (laughs) (laughs) to communicate their business or even highlight their guests or customers. You know, it depends on what it is. Um, But we always ask this and it's so interesting to always hear from different founders on their advice for social media. I think we have things that we're wanting to improve in our social. I mean, there's always always areas of of critiquing. But um, 
I love doing the behind the scenes. Yes. And, um, and we love watching that, by thank the way. You. So keep well, that up. I try to keep yeah. it interesting and, and crazy. We've got one about how sausages are great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's lots. You can yeah. see Charlotte vacuuming awesome. last night, and it's, it's fun. Um, but I think that what you spoke to that earlier mm-hmm. is the authenticity that mm-hmm. that can offer. And people just want real. They just yeah. want real. Yeah. Like, don't, don't cover it up and don't. And I think just who we target in uh, a working mom and trying to keep that balance um, that people are just searching for that. They just, Mm -hmm. we need that. Like I need that. We all need that um, authenticity. And I would say, we talked about the brand board earlier. Like if you don't have a brand board, some businesses call it other terms and and names, but having a brand board that we can stay true to. And I think behind the scenes, you can kind of have a little bit more creativity with that and and kind of because it's, it's going to expire and it's not on like our grid, but um, I think just doing it too. And like having a schedule, having your post and, and don't start until you're ready to commit. You probably have heard that advice a lot, but I mean like really plan it out and and put it on the calendar and and schedule it out so that you have that time that you're creating because posting it's the easy part it's gathering it and yeah. collecting that content of the images yes. and and what you guys do a great job of too i mean mm-hmm. it's obviously a great image where i mean the photography is on point and obviously follows a specific brand pattern too that you guys have set in place so um yeah it's great i think that's a great lesson though too i mean doing things that are so we don't have unlimited time mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so we we've learned that to hire out the specific tasks that are replicatable mm-hmm. to professionals. Yeah, um, yeah. we want to trust them. We trust photography for we we trust a media partner for posting, yeah. and yeah. they post under our account through our account. Um, but it's something that we're happy to pay for these services um, sure. because it it helps eliminate our regular pressure, which then allows us to have that inspiration for mm-hmm. the behind the scenes, um, story based things. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think it creates a better experience for our, our, our guests, um, as yeah. they're interacting with the brand. Uh, stories. Is, oh, I'm so no, sorry. No, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, just ha- Sam talked about that earlier too, is you're building that trust. And mm-hmm. if you're only posting once a month, I mean, that's not enough. That's not enough. Um, presence yeah so just having that constant presence and we just do daily like we're in mm-hmm. we take no sundays so six six posts a week mm-hmm. and that's reasonable no one wants to see you know more than that i don't yeah. think like there's <laughs> some that are are super aggressive with with the posting and um i think we're on the more modest spectrum and mm-hmm. and don't plan to increase that but I think it's a great way to storytell through imagery and yeah. we're food. So yeah. why, yeah. why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I think, I think the other thing that a lot of people get really distracted with is how much money you have to spend on social marketing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have any problem sharing our numbers. We didn't spend a dime on social marketing for the first six months of our business Yeah, because we know that it's interactive based. Yes. So yes. we did things that drove individual interactions. Um, and that whether it was highlighting posts that other people post and tag, yeah. Yeah. you know, amplifying those just their own social media, yeah. um, whether it be news updates, uh, product updates, things like that. I think there are, they're constantly changing the algorithms of how they use their markets, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Google, but being able to understand and keep up, at least be on a relative leading edge of what they're doing, to understand, like, it does it actually make sense to pay for Facebook advertising? Right now, we haven't spent a dollar on Facebook advertising in almost a year and a half. Wow. Now, yeah. what we've done is we've done customer giveaways, yeah. like and share. 
Yes. Right. We've given away, <laughs> we'll give away $50 breakfast all day long. Why? Because yes. we get incredible traffic oh, off of yeah. it. Uh-huh. And the spend that we get is so much less. And from a marketing standpoint, you, you, and then for the set for a couple of weeks after that, our posts show up in more people's feeds because yep. they liked and shared. Yep. Right. So there's, there's a, there's a residual effect where when you sponsor an ad, it's just there and then gone and you mm-hmm. can drop a thousand bucks in a, in a round of Facebook oh, marketing. Oh, they'll take your money. They don't, they don't <laughs> have really a problem quickly. with that, yeah. So we, our budget, I mean, we, we have, um, so we do some there, we do some ad, Google AdWords. We mm-hmm. know that Google drives traffic. Sure. Um, we spend about 300 bucks a month in that, mm-hmm. which isn't huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, a couple of key things we want to talk about. Um, and then we've been exploratory. One of the big ways we do marketing is actually through Sam's Club um, mm-hmm. gift card program. Oh, yeah. So we spend yeah. a lot of money yeah. in selling reduced rate cards to Sam's Club, yeah. which then can be purchased, given away as gifts, and then ultimately will come back to us. And yes, there's yeah. a margin price paid to that. But that's an actual marketing expense that we know is a future purchase and you know or a trial driver mm-hmm. and it's worth it to us and to invest into that program yeah. as a as a marketing tool. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't consider those things, but we just broadened our perspective of what is marketing specifically around social media, mm-hmm. presence, content, mm-hmm. hire what you can. And then, you know, be able to be authentic as possible with the remaining time that entrepreneurs have, which is not much at all. Mm -hmm. So So you hit on something that that is true across the board. And you said that no matter what the algorithms do, if you're saying true to who your audience is and you're just trying to engage with them, that is never going to go away. So no matter whatever marketing tactic you have or whatever, if you're investing back into your audience and your customer and your guest. I mean, you're you're always going to be doing well, and I think it's funny because everybody tries to figure out the tag. I mean, there there are little hacks and secrets and things like that, but sure. if you stray too far from that core message, um, you'll be going off the rails. And so, you guys staying true to that, you know, even if it is scheduled out posts and different tools and stuff that you use or different people and different partners, it's totally fine. But if you're showing the behind the scenes stuff, right, showing what it's like in the restaurant, highlighting other people, I mean, just the fact like you think about it, even if a small account shared a photo of mine, I'd be like. Oh, Oh, this is awesome. Thanks. And sure. it doesn't matter because it feels like they care about what you're doing. They're obviously like they appreciate you. And so it's making that connection, um, which will never go away. So I think that's I think that's awesome. So, yeah. Well, the big question which we wanted to really highlight today is what is next for Buttered Biscuit? Yes. You guys shared a little bit about your obsession, about your new location. So tell us a little bit. What's next for Buttered Biscuit? Well, we have a high street location on Regional Airport Boulevard and um, follow us on social media and we'll be doing an <laughs> announcement very soon. And um, so that's going to be in November. We know it will oh, be in okay. November, okay. very soon in November. Did I say it was going to be in November? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we have our Springdale location that will be uh, located at 1210 JTO Parkway, Suite mm-hmm. D. And that will be in uh, 2020. Okay. So, and yeah. we're aiming for that's uh, new construction. Never done that before. Huge learning curves wow, there. Yeah. Um, that will be like early part of 2009 or 2020. Yep. So it's right out in front of Harbor Meadows neighborhood. Yeah. So if you head oh, towards head west towards Tawny Town, yeah. get off that Springdale exit. It's awesome. You got yeah. 
breakfast, you got Cracker Barrel. So we're we're gonna provide um, an alternative. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. We'll provide an alternative. Alternative, yeah. yeah. Cracker yeah. Barrel. Yeah. There's that's a market. Great. There's a target hey, audience. On that uh, middle class fancy, there is a oh there's a Cracker Barrel. I meme, bet there is. And it's like oh, it's Little House on the Prairie. They're like the families at Cracker Barrel. Anyway, I'm oh so my sorry. Gosh, I'm so anyway. Yes, a great alternative. That's Thank you. Funny. That's great. Yeah. Um, so after number three, we'll just reevaluate at that time, and mm-hmm. that's what we've been what we've been doing, and just um, we're um, opportunistic and looking for you know others. We'd we'd love to see it grow mm-hmm. more regionally. So we'll we'll see how that evolves and, yeah. and grows, and yeah, yeah, we're aspiring to to do that. So that's incredible. That's incredible. Wow. Now, I got a little bit of preview before we started the recording, but you are bringing a couple new features, or one particular that you mentioned, to your new location. So share a little bit about that. Yeah, we're super excited at the I Street location. So uh, we are going to be offering lattes and espressos, um, which is a bit of, or it's, it's an add to the menu. Um, so yeah. we'll have a full... Full uh, full scope of lattes and beverage. We think it's That's perfect awesome. that side of town. You got a lot of morning traffic. Um, come in, grab a grab a you know quick breakfast to go. Um, we've got some great to go breakfast options. Grab your coffee. I mean, it's that or Mickey D's right there. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you know, we, we hope to be an authentic option for you. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, yeah, we're really excited. We're gonna be we're gonna be roasting or brewing up um, Onyx lattes with. You know, really high quality pink house alchemy syrups. <laughs> yes. and, oh, yeah. Um, we're going to yeah. be partnering with Kaya Coffee for their for the chocolates. So for all the mochas and you know, just really trying to do some high end coffee, which yeah. will ultimately match and fit our brand. And mm-hmm. um, we're we're stoked to have these super cool partners in town that we can yeah. really partner with. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're also expanding and piloting extended hours on the weekends. So we'll be open yes. seven to three Saturday and Sundays. For us late risers who exactly. have children yeah. who are like, we're finally getting out of, like, we get out the door so we can get before they close. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. No, we just actually, and I don't know if you guys know, but we just interviewed John Allen of Onyx uh, yeah. recently for our founder series, and we love what Onyx is doing. So mm-hmm. it's, when you were saying about the coffee, I didn't, I hadn't heard yet, so I was like, oh, it's Onyx. Sorry. Oh, it's Onyx. That's awesome. So, yeah. so we brew Onyx house, yes. house, house brew mm-hmm. um, at our current location. So, and uh, it was funny, the first week opening, I, I had this, this table of um of guests call me over and very concernedly like look at their cup of coffee and is like is this is this this is really strong <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, what could I do? And like, do you guys just have any Folgers back there? Oh. And I'm like, oh, my word. I, sir, let me see what we've got. I, I think this is all we have in the house. Um, get you some hot water. But uh, <laughs> I could add some hot water to that maybe. But it was it was kind of, uh, it, was, it was fun. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Different different palettes. And, oh, yeah. Yes. But uh, no, we've been, it's been a great partnership. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yes. awesome. Well, I mean, you mentioned multiple partnerships in that too mm. with your syrups as well. I mean, they've been around for a little while too and um that's yeah emily does a great job yeah it's phenomenal that's awesome okay well cool well hey guys thank you so much seriously this has been a great great episode and uh, we really appreciate you guys obviously hanging out in our studio with us as well so um any of the show notes or anything that you guys can find those at gorogax.com make sure you guys uh, look at that lauren will have those on there yes she'll have them all ready and to tell go. us um for our guests where they can find you guys on social media or your website thebutterbiscuit.co is our website and our um at the butter biscuit is our um instagram name and facebook nice 
Nice. Awesome. Well, and you guys, make sure you guys go follow them. That's uh, mm-hmm. for all the behind the scenes stuff on the new locations that you guys are bringing. Obviously, I mean, and to see your cute kids as well, too. There's some, <laughs> there's some awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. Butter biscuit babies. <laughs> Is that a hashtag? You need to have that might be a thing that's that a you really guys could one. do in the store. Yeah. That's great alliteration. Oh, I mean, yeah. there you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys again. We appreciate it. And make sure you guys go check all that out um, at goroguex.com. We take all the notes and everything there for you as well. And I hope you have an awesome awesome week. Thanks. All right, Lauren, rapid fire time. You guys ready? Go for Santa it. Mana. Let's do it. Okay. This. this is Umbran. You're having a bad day. What is your go-to bad day food? Oh, goodness. <sighs> Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese? <laughs> I don't have many bad days. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a good problem that's to have. Awesome. Um, no, living with her, it's always good days. Oh, oh, shut up. Brownie points there. No, <laughs> I would, uh, I would say it's probably popcorn. Cheesy popcorn. Gotcha. Oh, nice. I'm going to go. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. mine's fried chicken for sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. We're super unhealthy on this side because I'm like, <laughs> McDonald's chicken nuggets. Ew. I know. They're disgusting. Gross. They are so gross. <laughs> for some reason, I'm just like, I don't care. I just get it. They're nasty. And they, I know. I'm oh, sorry. that's gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes your day worse. But it, it's Man, like, oh. The judgment. I mean, I feel <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I feel terrible afterwards, too. It's like a self destruct It's like, <laughs> everything sucks. This is so all just terrible. Make it feel so worse. just make it feel worse. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let's just go down that self. path. It's also because yeah. his wife is an excellent cook. She is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Our new, we just bought a new house and it has a full range, like eight burners plus mm-hmm. a griddle plus like the, I mean, we walked in, I was like, pot filler. Yeah. The, the what? Pot filler. Pot filler. What's that? Don't tell your wife about it. <laughs> okay. No. Well, it's got even a plate warmer up top. Oh, nice. It's a, like, so, of course, we walked in. I was like, it doesn't matter what else this house has. We're going to buy kitchen. it because of the kitchen. The yeah, kitchen. she loves it. So, yeah. yeah. That's where um, all the life yeah. happens, really. Like, that's yeah. really cool. We're speaking to Are we speaking like love languages for you guys? <laughs> You're like the kitchen. That's where it's at. It is. Yeah. Like, that is just... All the best things, mm-hmm. all the great conversations happen yeah. in the kitchen. It's true. I agree. The hangout. I yeah. We're going to have all of the family hostings and everything. Aww. I mean, it's already been planned out, so Aww. it's good because I'm like, well, now we don't have to drive anywhere. Oh, that's but, true. Yeah, but now you, you have know, to kick everybody but out. now we have to. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't have to stay here, but you can't stay. Oh, wait, no, you don't have to go, but you can't stay here. That's the, the tagline. Anyway, okay, we're moving on. These are not very rapid. I'm so sorry. Okay. So sorry. Second question. What is your fa- favorite family tradition? Singing carols around the Christmas tree. You can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> we literally will sing carols around the Christmas tree with our our That's two little awesome. youngins. That's so sweet. His yeah. family did it growing up, so I kind of stole it from him. But no, we love it. We love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. I think family dinners. Um, I love yeah. having that chance to where we can just kind of decompress and ask mm-hmm. the girls about their day, which is right now it's their one and two, so it's okay. kind of gibberish. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's still setting that expectation sure. and you know getting a chance to really just enjoy dinner and prioritize mm-hmm. that. I think it's really cool. Um, yeah. And we'll show intentionality as we go through life and sure. busyness continues to overtake us. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do the family dinners and now we're kind of getting into that same same route where it is that like, hey, how was your day? Tell us about your day. And so the first time my daughter asked me, she's like, Dad, how was your day? I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so wonderful. Um, so mine's going to be as a holiday tradition. We always watched um, It's a Wonderful Life. 
And so we watched it on Christmas Eve. And so growing up, we did that. We're starting to kind of do that with our kids a little bit. We watch mm-hmm. some type of movie Christmas Eve. And, um, but when they get older, It's a Wonderful Life was mm-hmm. always, always a classic that we enjoyed. So, anyway. yeah. Nice. Um, well, one of my favorites is for Christmas morning. My dad did this when I was growing up, and I've done this with my kids, is making gingerbread waffles. Ooh. And that's been always mm. really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. always just like it's something that I love to do with my kids and trying to help them, like, learn more about cooking is something I'm passionate about as well. And so, um, but it's been really fun. And my husband really loved that tradition when he joined our, yeah. <laughs> like, joined my family. Like, <laughs> when we became a you family go, yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he absolutely loved that. And he expects it now yeah. um, every Christmas morning. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, those are good, Lauren. Thank you. Great job, you guys, too. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. We're out. Swiftin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.